Hey mama, welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I'm Courtney, I'm a mom with two littles, obsessed with sharing my journey and experience with other moms to connect, celebrate, and grow a village that we all so desperately need. Motherhood can be lonely and changing the way you parent can be hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Of course, this podcast is all about motherhood, so we'll talk about being intentional with our time, preparing every day for the best case or not so great scenarios, and learning to trust your gut in all of the daily chaos. But that's not all. Motherhood can bring up new emotions like anxiety and even uncover things from our childhood that we don't want to pass on to our kids. So here at Happy Vibes Mama, the goal is to bring you tangible tips and tricks to build up your confidence in motherhood and provide a safe space so that we can figure this all out together. I've got your back, Mama, always, and I'm so happy you're here. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. This is episode 13, and we are going to talk about some household routines. But before we dive in, I wanted to give a quick update. Um, I'm actually recording this on February 9th, so Eleanor has not gone into her surgery. However, when this recording is posted, it is going to be about a week after her surgery. So if you are curious about how things went or you have not been on my social media because I'm going to try and post on Instagram and Facebook an update about her surgery, but if you missed it and you want to know how Eleanor is, please feel free to message me directly and I will be happy to answer any questions about her surgery. Um, If you have a little that is potentially getting tubes in their ears or their adenoids out. I will hopefully be able to give some insight into what to expect, and I am very hopeful that by now she is on the road to recovery and back to her normal happy self and maybe even getting better sleep. So without further ado, I'm going to hop into our episode today that I want to talk about some routines. And the thing about routines is that I think a lot of people think routines have to be this big, heavy, long list of things that you do, or they need to be like rigidly scheduled. I was a teacher before being a full-time stay-at-home mom, and I was a special education teacher at that, so I was in and out of classrooms all day needing to be, you know, in what felt like seven different places at once sometimes. And so being very tied to the clock is how I really was functioned in the classroom. I needed to make sure my students were where they needed to be, I needed to be where I was, and it all needed to happen minute by minute. And so transitioning to being a full-time stay-at-home mom I kind of went the complete opposite route where we had like no structure and no routine and that was just as anxiety inducing and stressful to me as having a play-by-play minute-by-minute schedule. So what I've found is that routines and also a little bit of time blocking has really helped me to get the structure that I need 
but still having the flexibility of being able to change things up and do what we want throughout the day. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, when it comes to my time blocks, I don't necessarily have a rigid, like, this time block starts at 7 a.m. and this one ends at 10 a.m. and then my next one starts. But I just have an idea of kind of what my role is during a time of day. So for example, in the morning, that is my mommy time. I'm getting up. I'm making sure that the girls are getting up, they're getting their routine started, they're getting their breakfast. I'm in full mommy mode. I am taking care of the girls. And then when we have our school time, obviously they're off to preschool. And so that is my time to get this done. I'm recording podcasts. I am prepping out social media. I'm checking emails. I'm working on growing the Happy Vibes Mama brand, business, and community. So that's my time to really connect with you as a listener. And that really is the best time for you to shoot me a message or chat with me because I'm kid-free and I can really give you that focus time. Then I'm going to pick them up from school. We kind of do lunch and the afternoon I try and make it where it's mommy time but it's more household time. So that's when I try and get some household chores done. Maybe it's laundry, doing the dishes, just tidying up the house. And I try and give the girls some freedom and flexibility in what they're doing. So maybe they want to play by themselves. And I really try to encourage that because I think it's important for them to foster that independence and that comfort in being by themselves. Some days, though, maybe they do want more mommy attention or they want to play together. And on those days, I tend to be more hands-on with them and maybe the household chores aren't getting done as quickly or efficiently as I wish. And lucky for me, I have a very, very supportive partner who comes home and will pick up the slack where I have not been able to do it because I had to put my mommy hat on a little heavier that day. And that's what works for our family, and I really do enjoy that ability and flexibility to change out day by day based on what the girls need. Yesterday, for example, Eleanor was exhausted, starting right around lunchtime, but refused to take a nap. So yesterday afternoon looked a lot like reading a couple books, snuggling on the couch, And anytime I tried to get up, she got really upset. So rather than having her crying at my feet and being frustrated when I couldn't get the dishes done anyway, I decided to just lay on the couch with her. And maybe when my husband got home, he was frustrated because the dishes weren't done and he cooks dinner, so he probably had to do the dishes before dinner. But also, I'm never going to get these years back with my girls, and that little bit of frustration he might feel when he walks through the door is totally worth all that snuggle time that I just got with Eleanor. My babies were only little once, and my husband and I decided that it was best for me to be a stay-at-home mom, so in those moments that the girls need 
extra snuggles or they need extra attention, that's why we're building this life that we have. And so I love that I can lean into that and I can give them that time. Now, that's not to say that it happens every day, but on the days that they need it, I have that ability and I have that supportive partner to make it happen. So then we get to our later afternoon and that is when, like I said, my husband will be coming home from work and as I did just mention, he cooks because I don't. (laughs) And so when he gets home, I start to transition into doing those tasks that maybe I didn't get to earlier that day. So the laundry, the dishes, tidying up the kitchen, tidying up the living room, things like that, while he is decompressing from work and starting dinner. This also tends to be the time that I break away. Um, And so the girls love when daddy gets home. They're both daddy's girls and The second he parks, all three of our kids, Victoria, Eleanor, and Thor included, will be on the couch looking out the window at the driveway, wagging their tails and giggling away because daddy's home. And so when he comes in, he gets all of the daddy loving and mommy sneaks away. (laughs) And so usually that's going to look like, I said, finishing up those tasks, but doing it away from the girls. Number one, that gives him one-on-one time with the girls. Number two, it gives me the much-needed mental break that I'm able to do what I need. So putting laundry away, for whatever reason, as I've said previously on these episodes, it is one of my favorite chores. It's just so relaxing to me. So if I had a really hard day, I'm probably going to be putting laundry away. (laughs) Um, But this is also the time that I, again, catch up on messages or emails Maybe it's looking like I just go lay in bed for five minutes and do a quick meditation. That's really my, like, okay, we made it through the day. Daddy's now home. We're going to start transitioning to family time, but I need a moment first. Once that kind of time block is over, as I said, we transition into that family time. So we're going to have family dinner together. Maybe we're going to go for a family walk after dinner. We got really into that routine during COVID and then it's kind of gone away. So I would really like to bring that back this year. Just doing a a family evening walk. We used to love taking Thor out. Um, So anyway, just in my head now, I'm like, oh, I actually really used to love that routine. Let's bring that one back. Um, But this is also the time that we're going to play together. The girls really love to play Legos with daddy. We also play a lot of trains or building blocks. If you didn't know, my husband's a bridge engineer, so makes sense. They like to build things with him. (laughs) Um, And then we also tend to have a weekly, if not nightly, lightsaber um, battle. So the girls are Jedis in training, and they get to have their training with daddy. And mommy usually just observes but I'm sure one of these days they're going to request that I get my own lightsaber so that I can battle too. So we haven't reached that point yet. I'm sure it's coming though. (laughs) So that's kind of what the time blocks look like in my house. And then uh, once we do bedtime, usually my husband is putting Eleanor to bed. She likes her daddy snuggles before bed. We alternate on putting Victoria to bed because it's just what works for us right now. Of course, we usually are doing 
bath time before that as well. And then after bed, we have set days that I am working on my business and he's getting his own alone time, which looks like me being in my office and him usually playing video games or doing something on his own. And then we also have dedicated nights that are for us as a couple. And that's where we're going to catch up on our favorite TV shows or just sit down and talk and dream and plan about things that we want to do. Like this summer, we're planning to do a road trip out west and do our first like true family vacation where it's just the four of us. Um, or recently we've been talking about homeschooling or sending Victoria to kindergarten or what's going to be best for our family. So having those types of, I don't want to say heavy conversations, but yeah, they're kind of heavy sometimes where we just really get to connect on a family level as well as strengthening our marriage and our relationship. Those nights are dedicated to that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how the time blocks in our homework. And then within those time blocks, we have, like I said, routines. And so Victoria, as I have said, um, maybe previously, or maybe it was on social media. If you don't follow me, please come follow me at happy vibes mama on Instagram. You can also find me on TikTok, or you can add me as a friend on Facebook, follow me, etc. Um, I do talk a lot on there as well trying to keep everybody in the loop. So would love to connect with you on the socials. So anyway, Victoria has been really into watching YouTube channels where families go over like their morning and evening routines. And so she's been really into creating her own morning routine, which is just adorable. But our morning routines really look like getting up, brushing teeth, getting dressed, going downstairs, having breakfast, maybe playing a little bit, and then getting ready for school, as I'm sure a lot of your routines look like. Within those routines, we do have some guidelines and expectations where the girls are expected to do things either on their own or we're all doing it together, things like that. So the first thing that I think has been really helpful for us is that we got the girls both those like alarm clocks that change color when, for whatever time you set. So we have them set for 7 a.m. So they're little clouds and they're white regularly. And then at 7 a.m. they turn green. And when they turn green, that shows the girls that they are allowed to come out of their rooms. That has been so helpful for me (laughs) because I need my sleep, and I need my time in the morning. And Victoria specifically wakes up at the crack of dawn and is ready to go. Like, so much energy, wants to talk my ear off, and my brain is not ready for that at six o'clock in the morning. So by setting their time for seven, that gives me enough time to set an alarm or, you know, maybe three so that I can slowly wake up and be ready so that when they come out of their rooms, I can be my best self. Then we also have routines when it comes to breakfast, um, just honestly having less choices for them and consistent choices for them on what they want for breakfast gives them that independence of picking their own breakfast, but gives me less pressure and less stress of having to make 
you know, seven different things. And then when we're getting ready to go out the door for school, like I said, socks and shoes are together and they're accessible for the girls. Their coats and their backpacks are on a hook at their level so they can grab them and they're ready to go. The girls know when I say socks and shoes, it is time to put socks, shoes, coat, backpack on and head to the front door. When they're both ready at the front door, we're ready to get out the door. And so having that independence and those expectations set within our routine really helps the smoother transitions as well as my timing because your girl has ADHD and is always late. So being able to quickly say, okay, girls, socks, shoes, let's go. And then being able to do that on their own for most days makes it much easier that we actually get out the door on time and we aren't late every day. Now, this next thing that I want to talk about is not necessarily within like routines necessarily. I I don't know. I would consider it a routine, but I guess more expectation wise. And this is something that might be controversial. So again, this is what works for our family and you'll figure out what works for yours if this is not for you. But we live in a very quiet neighborhood. We have stop signs at every corner. All of our neighbors around us have children. We have good relationships with all of our neighbors and all of our neighbors look out for each other. That is not to say that bad things can't happen here because I know that. And I know that by allowing some independence, there is some risk. So if you are not comfortable with the things that I'm about to suggest or say that we do, again, totally okay. But because I do have trust in our neighbors and trust in our neighborhood as a whole, there are some things that I have taught the girls so that One, transitions and getting out the door, for example, can be easier. And two, they have built up some really great independence, even as just a two and a half year old. So really what this comes down to is some disciplined listening skills. Number one, we have a minivan. Our minivan has sliding doors. Victoria is able to open said sliding doors. Eleanor is almost able to open it. So as I said, when the girls are ready to go, they stand at the front door. Now, once they're ready to go, usually I still need to put my shoes on, which I wear slip-ons, so like they're not going to take long to put on. But I also usually need to put our dog, who I'm sure you can hear barking in the background today, in his crate. So takes, you know, maybe 30 to 60 seconds So once I know that we're all ready to get out the door and all I need to do is grab the keys, my shoes, and put Thor in his crate, I will allow Victoria and Eleanor to go out to the van. They will walk down the porch. Victoria helps Ellie if she needs help. Victoria will open the doors to the van and they hop in the van and they immediately close the van door. Again, I live in a really safe neighborhood. I can see my van from my living room. I am comfortable with this, but my point in telling you this is that I've taught them, one, how to do this, two, how to do this safely, and three, how to do this with 
listening to me. They understand that this is something that I'm trusting them with, and they understand the safety risks in this. We've talked about what happens if you go into the street. We've talked about what happens if they see a stranger. We've talked about what happens if there's a dog outside. We've talked about what happens if they see one of our neighbors that they're friends with, that like we're all friends with, and they want to say hi to them. And we have practiced this over and over and over. So if one of our neighbors is outside and they would like to say hi to them, they have to wait on the porch and ask that neighbor to come to them. They know that they cannot just go running off to the neighbor's house. This has been again, practiced, and our neighbors now know this, and so they will come over to the porch and they'll come say hi to the girls. Victoria knows that when they get in the van, to immediately shut the van door. Again, just so that I know they're safe inside the van, and if there was anyone outside or around my van, I'm immediately going to notice it. If there's a stranger outside, they know not to actually go outside. So Victoria will, before even going outside, check outside to make sure that there's not a stranger and ch- check to make sure that there's not a dog. Because again, our dog is not crated at this time and he is not friendly to other dogs, although very friendly to humans. So we do not open the door unless we check to make sure there's no dogs around. And Again, this happens in maybe 30 to 60 seconds, and I know that in 30 to 60 seconds, the worst can happen, but I also know that for my sanity and for their independence, I have to give a little bit. And so if it helps me getting out the door faster and it builds their self-confidence, it's a little bit of a risk that I'm willing to take. What's so fun about this, though, is when they're teaching their friends this. So as I've said, I babysit other kids. And it's so cute when one of them, you know, we're getting ready to get out the door and Victoria will literally verbalize some of this to them. And she'll say like, you know, come on guys, let's go get our shoes and stand at the front door. And then I'll be like, okay, you know, you ready to go outside? And Victoria will literally turn around and say, okay guys, I'm gonna open the door and check to see if it's safe. And then she'll check and see if there's anything, you know, any people or dogs outside. And then she'll say, okay, guys, we can go out on the porch. I'm going to help you down the steps. And it's so cute to me that I have taught them this enough that they can now teach their friends this. So without being a broken record, I live in a really safe neighborhood. I trust my neighbors. And this, I know, is a risk but it's something that works for us. And maybe you're in a similar situation. Maybe you have a car garage and so you don't even have to worry about them going outside, but they could just go into the garage on their own. Or maybe you're not comfortable with this at all and that's totally fine, but I gave you some ideas of where you could teach independence and you could create those really deep listening skills with your kids. And that's all I really want for you to get from this podcast is not to do everything the way that I do it, but maybe it sparks an idea somewhere else. This actually just sparked another idea for a future episode, so I'm kind of excited about that one now. But I'm going to end this episode here, and I'm actually going to go pick up Eleanor and two of our preschool friends for the day. So I hope you have a fabulous rest of your week, 
and come catch me on the socials because that's where I'm going to be as we are hopefully recovering from Eleanor's surgery and preparing for mine in just a couple weeks. So I hope you all have a great week and I'll chat with you soon. Mommy. 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 (laughs) Well, that's my cue and probably yours too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I hope you know how excited I am to be connecting with you on this podcast. Remember, I've got your back always. I hope this episode hit you in your feels or got the energy flowing so that you can make it until bedtime tonight. So please, if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Because after all, every mama needs her village. So go ahead and share it on social media and tag me. And yes, go do it right now so that you don't forget. I'm so excited to be on this motherhood journey with you, mama. Chat with you soon. Bye.